the Rider Realty Podcast. I'm Esther Ryder, and today we're talking to Patrick McGinty about the transition from college to a career to buying his first house. So I picked Patrick because he is one of those people who was a great, responsible, young high school, college boy who easily transitioned from kid to college kid to responsible adult and is our school treasurer here in Downton Local Schools. So I asked and didn't even have to beg and he was willing to do it. So let's go ahead and get started talking about transitioning from college life to adult life with Patrick McGinty. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sure. So let's start with a little bit of your background. You went to Muskingum College in New Concord, Ohio, Mm -hmm. and you studied business? I started out actually on the pre-med track and figured out that me and biology don't mix well and that chemistry and the math behind it and everything really made sense. And so my cousin at the time, she was, she's works in finance at Akron Children's Hospital. She's like, Hey, you might be interested in healthcare finance. So like, yeah, I mean, I've want to stay in the healthcare field. I like, I like numbers. And so Muskingum actually had a program. It was a, it was a healthcare administration program that they offered. And so I went that route and then I minored in business management. So stayed in the business field and then kind of felt and turned into my kind of my niche after that. So you did, and you did start out in a medical field, and now you're in a school system. Mm-hmm. Was that to be closer to home or just a different kind of atmosphere? Uh, yeah, kind of both. I mean, driving to, to Altman Hospital every day on 77 during rush hour, I mean, 30 minutes here and back, it, it was kind of tedious after a while. But when the opportunity came up to come back home and come back to my hometown school district, I mean, I, I jumped on it. It was a, it was a just great timing for that. And I know we've talked about Muskingum before. You loved that experience. Mm-hmm. You loved being there. Did it ever occur to you when you were in college during those four years, and that kind of becomes home, mm-hmm. that you would stay there? Or did you always know you wanted to come back to Dalton, or did it just kind of happen over time? Um, I kind of knew I was going to come back to Dalton. It, it was just it, – it's nice to get away. So, like, when you – I always give this to, like, my baseball players that I coach. Like, the first – time you go to college you're like i can't wait to go like this is something i want to do i can't wait to get away from home get away from mom and dad but then you get to that second year and you're like well you know what dalton wasn't all that bad because you kind of get there you kind of get that whole college experience and you kind of meet all the different people and you realize that your little your little bubble of dalton wasn't wasn't that bad of a place to be at Mm -hmm. and so it kind of it kind of took me a little bit to realize it that I wanted to come back home and come back to this area. And it, it, it helped out too that mom and dad were willing to let me come back and stay with them as I kind of got my feet wet in the job industry. So let's talk about buying that house then. I don't know if you have student loans or not. You don't have to share that. But my question would be just in general, with people your age getting out of college, how many of them does their amount of student loans play into whether they buy a house at all or down the road or close by? Do you see, like, was that ever conversations you guys had, especially in the business sector of, you know, college mm-hmm. life? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, definitely between like me and my friends as well, that we, we talked about it greatly in the fact that we all tried to pay down as much of our student loans as possible before even thinking about buying a house. I was lucky enough in the fact that the house I bought was actually my sister and my brother-in-law's. So they were able to help help me out with that and the fact of just gifting equity. I think you guys had JT Troyer on mm-hmm. a couple of shows ago. And so JT is the one who actually brought that idea to us. And it really helped out in the fact that 
I was able to avoid PMI with the gift of equity to get the 20% down. And it was, it really helped me out in that fact. Because I mean, I do going to a private small school, I mean, you're going to have a, a decent amount of student loans afterwards. So you kind of, you kind of base your living status around what you have to pay per month due to those loans. Sure. So how did you know it was time to buy? Was it because you were settled in the career you wanted? Was it because the house came up with for your sister to buy your sister's house? I guess I'm saying had that not come up, would you have been looking to buy yet? Or did that kind of just fall into place where it was, you decided Hmm. it was right? It, It kind of just fell into place at the time. I mean, I had, I had started saving up for that down payment and I wasn't necessarily looking at the time, but the time came where my grandparents' house had been ready by the LLC that who owned it to to get ready to sell it to Kelsey and Zach. And they were like, well, hey, we can kind of just move around here and you can end up buying our house then. So it kind of fell into place in the fact that I just switched over careers to become the treasurer here and I was nice and close to home. And it was like, you know what? I, I think I'm able to do this. So it kind of just fell right into place for me to buy it. That's good. That's, that is really neat how everyone's house, like not just mm-hmm. buying your sisters, but then her buying your grandparents' house as well. So did Dalton feel like, like when you moved back after college, did it feel like you were home? Did it feel different than when you were in high school? Did it feel, and I don't mean being at your parents' house. I just mean in general, the town coming back as an adult. Mm-hmm. What Did it take a while or was it like... Like you had never left. Well, it, it, it took a little bit. It, it's it's a little weird coming home after college because when you leave, you're just an 18-year-old kid. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm never going to come back to this place. Then you come back. It's like, well, things have changed a little bit in four years. I mean, you still see the same people and they still know you. You've changed a little bit. They've changed a little bit. But it... It was. It took a little bit to kind of adjust moving back in with mom and dad because I mean, down at college, you're you're on your own, you're doing your own thing every night. And now it's like you come back home. Oh, hey, mom, I'm going to so and so's house. I'll be back this time again. <laughs> right, and that was my other. I had a question about that actually as well. So even things like you know having a TV that's too loud or whatever that you might be used to in a in a mm-hmm. dorm full of guys that something like that might even be an adjustment to moving back home what were some of the not on a monetary level but just in general what were some good things about being back in your parents house and i mean i would imagine like maybe the food is better i don't know oh before. absolutely absolutely <laughs> or the food some of the bad things too <laughs> like you know maybe being a little more quieter mm-hmm. or whatever tell us some of those things yeah so definitely well obviously the food was a lot better when mom's making you a home cooked meal every mm-hmm. single night that's that's like the greatest part about moving back home and just you know the fact that my parents were really gracious in the fact that i didn't really have to pay like a rent to them mm-hmm. to rent out my room i basically what i did is i paid I paid, there was three of us living in the house. I paid a third of what it cost for the groceries. And then I paid my phone bill, my insurance for my truck, and then just all my other expenses that I needed here and there. So they, they helped me out in that regard. It was kind of difficult in the fact that my parents both go to bed super early. Mm-hmm. And so when I first got back from college, I stayed up later and I had to try to be quiet to not wake them up because, right. I mean, my everyone knows my dad. He's not one that you want to wake up in the middle of the night because he's a little grumpy. <laughs> But that that was kind of the hardest transition is just kind of coming back into respecting their rules since they were gracious enough to let me stay in their house kind of in that rent free stage. But yeah, definitely the pluses of it were definitely helping me out financially with that. And then definitely the food. (laughs) Yeah, 
I'm, I can't even offer that to my son because I don't really cook now. I think we're having grilled hot dogs <laughs> for supper and I didn't make lunch. But what was the most exciting part about buying a house and what was the scariest part? I think the most exciting part was just the fact that it's something that you own that the fact that I'm building equity on it and it's something that you can just officially say, Hey, this house is mine. Like I can, I can do what I want to it. I can decorate it the way I want to, even though I'm terrible at decorating, but it's just, it's something that's in your name. It's your own place that you can go home to every single night. And it's something that's consistently there. That's yours. The scariest part about it was just the complete unknown about the process because I mean, you go to you go in high school and then you go to college. No one teaches you how to get a loan. Mm-hmm. No one no one teaches you about the whole home buying process, what all goes into it. Like no one teaches you that hey, you have to have homeowners insurance on the day you sign. <laughs> right, right. So there it was just all these unknowns and I was lucky enough that I've known JT a long time and he was so awesome in the process about helping me out, figuring out everything, getting everything set up for me and he made the process a lot more a lot more simpler and a lot more, maybe feel a lot better about it. So let's go back to buying your sister's house. You had talked about like you can decorate it however you want. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is we've we've had discussions both here on the podcast, but also just with people we know where when you're buying a family member's house is that touchiness of, mm-hmm. oh, well, what if I paint a room that they liked or whatever? Did you have that feeling at all with your sister? Because that was their first house, right? Or yeah, it was. It was their house. Did she make you feel guilty? Did you kind of feel guilty? Are um, you siblings? So you just kind of wanted to make her mad? Because that would be fun. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how that works. No, I don't think there's any. I didn't really do much painting. Um, I left. I kind of left all the paint. I mean, given my sister is very good at decorating. So I figured walking in there and like... It wasn't like a purple wall or anything. I'm, okay, let me rephrase that. She had a purple wall in the bedroom, uh, and I walked in there. I'm like, yeah, that has got to go. <laughs> so that was about the only thing. What color is it now? It's blue. Okay. So it's like a lighter blue. But uh, the living room, I pretty much kept all that the same. Same with the kitchen. I mean, I, I don't know how to decorate a kitchen to begin with, so mm-hmm. I just kind of let her stuff stay with that. The only thing that I I kind of has been on and off about is would be my niece's room. Okay. So I don't really know how to change that, which would be my spare bedroom, how to exactly decorate that. And she's got a green wall in there right now. And I'm not really sure if that should stay or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's the one that's up in the air right now. But overall, there, was, there wasn't really any touchiness with it. I mean, for the most part, they, they were fine. They just said, do whatever to it. It's your house now. So yeah. Well, I guess when I think about it, they're kind of in that same position buying a yeah. grandparents' house. So, mm-hmm. you know, how would that... Yeah, and I know with like with I think it was more touchy feely with grandma and grandpa's house just because mm-hmm. that house has been in the family for so long and yeah. grandma and grandpa and when they bought it it was it was back in that kind of depression area where they kinda did things as as they needed to with just a very small amount of money. Sure. And so there's a lot of sentimental value within the house and I think she's having a little more issues with with that area yeah. of it than, than I have. But it's still in her family. All oh, absolutely. Generations yeah. Later. That's really cool. And this is really nothing to do with this podcast. It's literally me just being nosy. So you loved coming home to mom's cooking. That was your favorite part. Mm-hmm. Like you could literally walked I mean quite a walk but you could walk to your parents house so do you mm-hmm. do your own cooking now or do you go home I uh I'm gonna say yes and no okay. <laughs> so I try to do cooking as best I can um I it was so funny I actually just had this conversation with my best friend's wife the other day because she was asking me how how do you cook for yourself I have a hard time cooking for just two people mm-hmm. um so basically what I do is on Sundays I make like this like full like family meal 
And then I just like meal plan it for the rest of the week. So I eat that same meal the entire week. <laughs> Have you gotten tired of doing that yet or not yet? Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then like mom and dad will call me and I don't know if it's the fact like they know that I'm terrible at cooking or it's the fact that they actually want to see me once in a while, but they call me over to see if I want to eat with them and then mm-hmm. they send me leftovers too. Or I just Aww. go to their house during lunch when no one's there and eat their leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> that was supposed to be dad's lunch tomorrow. Yep. Did your parents encourage you or discourage you to buy the house? They encouraged me, mm-hmm. I think, um, for the most part. They just, I think when this whole thing started, they just wanted to make sure like, I knew what all went into owning a house, mm-hmm. all the issues that do arise with it, and that I was financially stable enough to do it. But right. when I when we kind of talked it through and everything, and they realized that I was in that good position to go about it, they were they were all for it. And I mean, my dad, since he's the the maintenance head of maintenance here, he he helps out so much and just being able to fix things, not having to contract people to come in and do stuff, which he's, he's awesome in that regard. He just comes over and say, Hey dad, I need help with this. He goes, Oh yeah, I can do that. I'll help you out. No problem. So are you learning skills that way or does dad mm-hmm. just kind of come do it because you're his kid and he likes doing it? Or oh he no, he's it? teaching me. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And that was interesting when you, when you said um, like a negative of buying a house, my mind thought, he's going to say something about these repairs that come up down the road, but you're, but you were saying it was actually the loan process, which is true mm-hmm. because that's, I mean, people know when they buy a house, they have to fix it up, but you're right. The loan process would be completely mm-hmm. new. And I'm sure everybody's different. You having a handy dad that lives mm-hmm. close by, I'm sure is that part is reassuring that, you know, he can come. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely having, having my dad around has been a very just relaxing feeling just because I know if something does happen i know he's like the first person either kelsey or i do call his, his dad because he he know if he doesn't know how to fix it he knows someone that will <laughs> sure he's got a connection yeah. yeah did they encourage you or did you perhaps assume at some point that it would be like an apartment before a house or do you kind of not like especially being money a money mm-hmm. a money's person <laughs> a numbers person did you kind of see rent as like a waste and that was never an option like where were you in that process i've never been a big fan of renting just because of the fact that you're not really getting any equity out of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in the same regards of kind of like leasing, leasing a car in a sense. But with a lease, I mean, you kind of get a little bit of equity out of it. You turn in, turn in early. But with renting a house, it's just, it was just something that, especially with rent rates right now too, you could go get a mortgage for almost less than what you can rent for. So it just never really crossed my mind that that would have been the right thing to do for me when I could, when I can go out and get a house for possibly even lower than what rent's going build equity on it and then eventually eventually maybe myself rent it out to someone else so that was kind of more of the business mind of me going to work there thinking about future plans sure so let's go back to your business mind again your numbers mind did you do a 15 year or a 30 year i did a 30 year because i'm not expecting myself to stay in this house for 30 years um since it's just a starter i'm Hopefully in this, like five to 10 years and then move out of that. Now, when I go to my forever home, that will definitely be a, a 15 year. That way it gets paid off and done with. Mm-hmm. But this first house here, I just kind of was like, we'll, we'll put, do a third year, get the lower payment on it. And that way, when it comes time to move out, I'm not, I wasn't dumping a complete ton of money into it right off the bat. But Right. Mm-hmm. So you did high school here, did college away, came back, bought a house through all of those things. I mean, 
what advice would you give somebody who's maybe didn't go to college about buying a house or not buying a house? Like how Mm -hmm. you were saying you want to save up money or who is in your shoes and is thinking about buying a house just in general, somebody your age, Mm -hmm. however they started doing their adult life. What, what advice would you give them? Definitely learn more about the mortgage process and how, how it all works and what they look at for you to get a mortgage. What like, don't live outside your means too. And the fact that don't, I mean, if you're able to, that's great to go buy a $350,000 house. If you're, if you're able to do that, great. That's awesome for you. Just make sure you know that no matter what you have to pay that mortgage each month. And Mm -hmm. if you're not in that position to do it, maybe take a step back and live within your means for a little while. Um, Cause I think just from talking to like people my age is that they, they want to buy that that dream house right off the bat, and it's like right out of college. It's like, oh, you got like fifty thousand dollars, like right. student loans, and you're looking at buying a three hundred fifty thousand dollars house. It's just like, I don't know if that's the smartest thing to do right away, but mm-hmm. hey, I mean, they they can do their own thing. But that's one of the things I would say is just just learn more about it, how it works, what what you're capable of doing is probably the the best way to go about it. And maybe even going less than what your max capability is on it, just for the first house, at least. Well, what we always tell, what I have always told my clients and taught my agents, the same thing is go to the loan officer and tell him what monthly payment you can afford Mm -hmm. and then have him tell you that amount rather than just going to get approved. And they're like, Oh yeah, you can do 350. And you're looking at your budget going, no, I can do like 150. <laughs> kind of makes it easier that way. Yeah. Kind of saying the same thing, like know what you can afford. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Unless it's your first house. And- yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely have your budget intact and know what you can afford before you even start the process. Because if you go in there and you're saying, Hey, I want to, I want a $200,000 house, but really you can only afford a hundred thousand dollar house at that point. You're just wasting the loan officer's time. Right. Well, and speaking of loans, here would be another thought to share that we would ask you. A lot of times, I love it when buyers come and ask me who they should get their loan through because I know it's going to be a good experience for them. Because mm-hmm. I've got, we have a handful, probably five or six that we've we use, or four or five, I don't even know, that are good and they're going to close their loan. And they're going to be helpful and want to talk to them. Um, and when they come and they found like Johnny or Susie online, it's like, oh no, they ain't good. And you've talked about the loan process being scary and not knowing how it works, but then you've also like your face lit up and you smile when you talked about JT and how much he helped you. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to people about using a loan officer, like a random loan officer, or is it better to have one that you know? And what if one is a little bit of a higher interest rate or higher fee? Does that matter because you're using someone that you, do you just tell us what you think? Yeah. Pers- personally, I want to go with someone that I can completely trust. And if it means one or two, maybe interest rate points higher than what, Johnny or Sally is over there, but I know that th- what this person is doing, they're going to do it right and they're going to do it correctly and they're going to do it correctly the first time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with them every single time just because I know that I can trust them and I know that no matter what, they're they're going to try to give me the best rate on their end mm-hmm. that they can do. But even if it is a little higher, I know that they, they did it correctly. Mm-hmm. So that and that's where JT came in. I knew like right off the bat, like, oh, he, he's going to be the guy that I go to no matter what, because I mean, I've known him my entire life. He's a great guy, smart at what he does. And even if it was a little 
I mean, especially with interest rates now, if it's one or two points a little higher than normal, I was I was fine with it. Yeah. So as we're getting ready to wrap up here, if there's anything else that you would like to share with people in your position buying that first house, anything that we haven't talked about that you want to close with, what would it be? Because we pretty much cover everything. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, well, if you're in my case and you're kind of like that single guy coming right out of college, get someone to learn how to decorate for you because... (laughs) That's I think that might be one of the worst parts too is figuring out how to decorate. I mean, it's all nice and great to get into your new home, but then you get in there, it's empty. It's like, well, shoot, I've never had to do this before. (laughs) But yeah, definitely, I would say that just definitely learn more about the the whole process. That way, when you're going into it, it's not as scary of a process to you. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, thank you so much for joining us and answering these questions and talking us through how you went and and Mm -hmm. all the choices that you made. That's great because I'm way past the stage of life that you're in. So it's much better (laughs) to hear it from somebody who's young and experienced Mm -hmm. in that. And I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Thank you once again for tuning in to Rider Realty Podcast like and subscribe or let us know if you have any questions and we'll be happy to help you out.